As you may know, all over the country, it's primary season, which means you select the nominee for the Democratic or Republican Party or third party if your state or city or county has that. And yesterday there were primaries all over the country and some really, really great candidates won their races. I want to unpack and explain who won, where they won, why it matters, why it's a big deal, because there's some really good news about what happened yesterday. And I want to point us in the direction of some really important races to come. All right. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. Yesterday, there were primaries all over the country, and these primaries don't always get the coverage that they deserve. But there's some really good news coming out of these primaries. And I want to start with a race that I think a lot of people are reporting like it was bad news. <laughs> and I, I just don't see it that way. Not at all. Uh, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar uh, won her reelection race yesterday. And instead of her victory being the primary news, people are promoting how close it was. And here's the thing. Her opponent and her opponent's supporters, right-wing supporters, poured tons of money into this race. But not only that, conservatives and white supremacists and bigots and just like the ugliest parts of American politics have had their sights firmly placed on Ilhan Omar for years now. And to me, this idea that she is perhaps the most targeted left-wing politician in America, she may very well be the most targeted Democratic politician in America. And that with all of the stuff that's coming her way, that she still won, to me, is like a minor miracle. And I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her team. And this notion that, like, holy crap, it's so close, people almost beat Ilhan Omar. Do you understand what she's up against every day? Like, I guess I'm sympathetic because that's what my life feels like as well, that people every day are spreading lies and rumors and ugliness about her, about her family, about her politics. That like my family and I, she's consistently having to deal with death threats and threats of violence, like credible threats of violence. And in spite of all of that, once she's still in politics and in spite of all of that, she continues to win. And even the, you know, the moderate conservative mayor of Minneapolis, Frey, uh, endorsed her opponent. And so for me. Here's here's the deal. For me, people can report on how close her race was. Hey, well, so be it. She won with the weight of the world on her back and with so much opposition. Here's the thing. If you've never been the focus of 
the Trump world, Fox News, conservative media, and also get tons of hate from Democrats. Like, I know how that feels. If you've never experienced that, and there are only like 10 people in the country that can say they've experienced that level of heat, then you have no idea what it's like to be her. And that she still wrote it out and won, it's a big deal to me. Um, There is another race, uh, you know, that was a race for the the Congress, uh, the Congressional District in Minneapolis. Uh, But there is another race for the county attorney, basically the DA of Minneapolis, but it's not just Minneapolis, it's Hennepin County, which covers Minneapolis and some of the surrounding towns in the county there. And in that DA's race, there is a brilliant, brilliant candidate running, and she won her primary yesterday, Mary Moriarty, and uh, she not only won, uh, she won big. I wish that uh, her winning just completely shut it down, but it now goes to a basically a, a general election in November. I believe she can win. I believe she will win. And Hennepin County and Minneapolis have needed a great district attorney for a very long time. And, and they've had for far too long kind of right-wing DAs running the city uh, on some really important cases. And uh, Mary Moriarty is uh, just a great candidate, uh, a great woman who's deeply connected to the community, uh, to, to civil rights and human rights. And she's one of my favorite candidates for DA all over the country. And so Congratulations to Mary and her staff and team and volunteers and donors and to our staff and team and donors at Real Justice for your support of Mary. Uh, And and shout out to all the voters who helped push her to a pretty big margin of victory. Now she has to go forward and win in November, but I believe she can. Uh, There was another big DA's race. Um, uh, Sarah George, who is my friend, is the DA in Burlington, Vermont. Now, you may say, Sean, that's a small place. But listen, all big cities in states, and Burlington is the biggest city in Vermont, all bigger cities are heavily incarcerated. And we need new DAs in all of America's bigger cities to decarcerate to decriminalize so many things, particularly to decriminalize poverty, to decriminalize homelessness, to decriminalize mental illness, to decriminalize drug use and drug abuse and drug issues. There are lots of things that have to happen in these cities to treat children like children, to put people on the path of treatment and not incarceration. And Sarah George, who... Uh, had a, a, a strong conservative opponent won in her DA's race last night by a landslide. Won re-election by a landslide. Not even close. And as we continue to have people talk about like, hey, is the push for criminal justice reform over? I'm like, no, it's not. Did you see what just happened in Minneapolis? Did you see what just happened last night in Burlington, Vermont? 
Did you see what happened last week in Memphis, Tennessee? Strong reformers and change agents are winning all over the country. Now, one of my favorite, favorite victories last night was in the Democratic primary for Senate in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin has one of the best lieutenant governors in America, a brilliant young brother named Mandela Barnes. And Mandela won his primary last night, uh, and he will be going against Senator Ron Johnson in the general election in November. Ron Johnson is a horrible human being, not just because he's a Trump supporter. He is a despicable liar. His policies are terrible. He has supported all the lies around the 2020 election and is even in some trouble with some crazy stuff that he was doing to help overturn the election. And uh, Mandela Barnes is a brilliant opponent for him. And we need Mandela to win that race, one, because I think Mandela would be awesome in the United States Senate. I think he would be fearless and, and would be standing up for everyday people, the way he's already doing as lieutenant governor. But uh, we also need more votes in the Senate to get good stuff passed. As you know, right now, the Senate is really a 50-50 tie. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris serves occasionally as a tiebreaker when things are 50-50. But because it's so close, there are a couple of white conservative Democrats that often hold the Senate hostage primarily uh, uh, cinema and mansion. And we need some other people to win their races like John Fetterman in Pennsylvania and like Mandela Barnes, who won his primary last night in a major way. And so there are good races that where good candidates are winning. And I'm excited about them. Like as frustrated as I am about politics, I'm always excited when good people say, you know what? I also hate politics, but I love change. I hate politics, but I love people. And I'm going to step in here and do something to try to help people. And that's what these four candidates and and four leaders that I've just talked with you about what they're doing. And um, all of them, you know, will go forward and will have big races in the fall. And and what I'm telling you now is what I've been saying is that local races really matter. Your DA's race, obviously your Senate race, your congressional races, all of these things make a real difference for what you experience on the local level. And in the days and weeks ahead, I'm going to talk about more primaries that are coming and why I'm excited that many of these candidates are probably going to win in November and are going to change some things for the better. Listen, uh, love, 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 and appreciate you. Wednesday is a very busy day for me where I have therapy and staff meetings and other things, but uh, I'm feeling well and hope you are too. And if you're not yet a member of the North Star, please go now to thenorthstar.com and become a member today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. 
Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.